0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 494 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. Today, we are very happy to be joined by celebrity Pam Stone, who will recap her World Equestrian Games experience. And we have regular guest Karen Isberg, on to discuss where to get the best information on supplements, and of course, we have a great trainer tip.
2: This is Reese Koffler-Stanfield from Loxahatchee, Florida.
1: And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show.
2: Hi, Phil.
1: Hi, Reese. How are you doing?
2: I'm great. How are you tonight?
1: I'm doing fine. We had a nice uh, Christmassy day. We'll call it Christmassy day here <laughs> in, in in Ontario.
2: That is, that is so positive, Phil. Normally, everybody, as you know, this is the Cranky Phil time of the year. And so I'm so proud of you. You're so positive.
1: Yeah, I'm putting a different spin on it. Every day is Christmas. It. Every yeah. day
2: is Christmas. Well, you know, there is some level of it's very nice to have a little snow around Christmas time. I'll give you that. And and we're getting close to Christmas. And uh, that is a little weird being in Florida and it's 80 degrees. That's Warm strange. and
1: palm trees. And, yeah, uh,
2: it's a little weird. I wouldn't but like that. Uh, I, I'm just fine with it. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I, I am going home for Christmas, so I will get a little bit of that. But yeah, we're we're going here. I had my first training with Scott Hassler today, which was awesome. Great lessons. And the horses are all been super and really happy to be working. And I'm not going to lie. It's been, been great. Fantastic. And there's been s- some fun news that came out um, this week that Charlotte Bradal Baker has been appointed as the USEF developing coach. So that is great news uh, for everybody. She's Charlotte, awesome. She's yeah. lovely. She's she's lovely and she gives great lessons. And I think we're all going to enjoy, as someone who's a part of that program, I'm really excited to work with her. That should be a lot of fun. And Phil, in some other great news, USEF came out with the horse of the year, which is... Drum roll, please. Verdadis or Diddy, owned by Laura Graves. What a great story. And it's really cool that he's Horse of the Year.
1: He had a wonderful year, didn't he? And yeah. and they were named first place overall in in the world rankings and all, and he had, you know, she had some really awesome rides at WAG, So very deserving horse.
2: Yeah. Very cool. So congratulations to Laura Graves. That's a, What a great Christmas present for her. That's very cool. I love it. Well, we have a great guest. We, this was such a fun interview. I think everyone's going to enjoy celebrity Pam Stone talking about her experience at the World Equestrian Games. Well, we are so excited tonight to have actress, comedian, dressage, enthusiast, and writer Pam Stone back on the program. It's been several years. Pam, welcome back. Well, you're so am light roofing repair. I do whatever it takes.
0: Whatever it takes to pay the mortgage on the farm.
2: I was going to say, isn't that anybody that owns a farm could say that? Like
0: you dog, know, sitting. dog sitting. Yes, know. toilet
2: repair, fence repair. Like, I'm good at things I never thought I would be good at.
0: <laughs> oh, isn't that true? And I have to tell you, I just did a stand-up concert in Tryon at the Tryon Fine Arts Center. And after the show, we were doing a meet and greet. In a, and there were some people that said, well, we drove from Charlotte to the show. We'd love for you to come out and have a drink afterwards. And I said, y'all, I have to be up at like 5.30 or 6, you know, to do the stalls and everything. And she said, "So do you do that? I would have thought you had people that did that." And I was like, ah! <laughs> "Wait a minute! I'm sorry, what was that?"
1: Ah! Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I have people. And and what crap job would that be for the person who had that job? You know. <laughs> It's like, well,
2: you know, Pam, tell teams, us could you bring the
0: tractor around? Yep. Yeah, tell us
2: about your farm. What, what, this is a new farm, I think, since we talked to you, maybe. No, I've always
0: had this farm. Well, I mean, I've had this farm since 1993, but I didn't move here um, from California till 2000. So we call it the funny farm because when I had my radio show, I was doing it from here. And I don't know. Did you know that? Did I tell you that the last time I was on? I think well, it's been a
2: it's been a number of years since it's you've been, been like
0: because we the last time we talked I had just done when I had I had done the the sitcom coach back in the '90s and then they were they were doing the reboot for that's the right. they were that's bringing right. it back and I shot the that's, pilot Remember that's that? right and yes then NBC sat on it and I was so mad yes. because I had been like looking <laughs> at Dressage right. for horses for sale every day and then it was like <laughs> wah, 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 and, I <laughs> it. and I was like at, and I said to the producer, "I'm like, well, do I still get paid?" He's like, "Yeah, you still get paid." I'm like, "Well, then pull it. I don't care. What the hell? Let's do it. Yeah. Pull that one <laughs> you, yeah. So, but for a long time, it was like I had moved here in 2000, and I, you know, I, I had toured as a stand-up comic for 25 years, and I'd done everything, and I, you know, I'd done like the White House, I'd done Disney World, I had done, you know, the Tonight Show, and everything. And I was like a week away from calling my manager saying, you know, I've done horses my whole life. This is all I've ever wanted to do. I appreciate Hollywood. It got me what I wanted, which was my own farm and some nice horses. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm ready. I'm just going to do horses from here on out. I was a week away, a week away from making that call. And then she calls me within that week. And she said, I just got this really weird offer for you if you're interested and I said, well, what is it? And she said, well, there's this radio station in Charlotte, and they used to be like, you know, Hot AC, Top 40, but they're changing their format, and they want to do entertainment talk, and they want to know if you want to host it. And I said, oh, I'm not driving to freaking Charlotte every day. It's like a 90-minute round trip, blah, 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 And she said, no, no. They said, with, <laughs> yeah, I'm so freaking ungrateful. And she said, no, they, with the DSM line, they can put it into your farm, and you can do the show from your farm. And only a horse people, only horse people would get this. And I said, well, like what time? Because, you know, I have to be able to ride in the morning in the summer. You have to feed. You have to, you from, have, to yeah, have everything. I know, done. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And she said it'd be 10 to 12. And I said, really, like two hours? She said, yeah, 10 to 12, five days a week. And I'm thinking this is great because, you know, you get up really early in the yeah. summer and you ride before it gets too hot ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said, and I'm not doing any stupid like car commercials like this Pam stone from big Bailey Ford, <laughs> you know, for you know, maybe on weekends because there may be like, so and she says, no, that's, that's fine. They, they won't do that. And they're going to syndicate, they're going to syndicate the show. And here, and if I knew what I know now about radio, I just thought, I didn't give anybody a syndicated radio show. I had no idea that, like, there's people that have been on radio for their entire life that would give anything to have a syndicated radio show. I mean, it's like it is like the top tier, and and I'm like, well, like, just can't hear with my
2: writing. yeah, you were just like,
1: well, <laughs> <if laughs> it's my schedule, and you know, if you pay me enough, and if my
2: and, schedule, yeah. and, right, and I get to no, this call. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, so
0: here's where we did the show from. So we had this, we had this old. Uh, my husband had built this, like kind of it was going to be his office he'd put it right behind the barn Uh, but he never really finished and it had a subfloor in it and it had um no plumbing and it had like a window unit for air conditioning in it and we we made that the studio and we called it you know live from the unabomber shack because that's exactly what it looked like was the unabomber (laughs) shack and and it was great i did that show for like oh my gosh for i did the syndicated part for five years and then five years i did on weekends because they wanted me to do four and five hours a day and I was like, I, there's no, I can't do that. that I'm, I'm like never going to be able to do that.
2: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. A That
0: sounded like freaking work, but it <laughs> yeah, was that's great while it lasted like the two hours because I could go out during commercials and pick a stall and throw hay, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that was my foray into, um, radio. So yeah, I've just been living here on the farm since then. And yeah, I do a little bit of standup, but mostly, you know, just what you guys do. And then, and the reason I was at WEG because you guys were at WEG. Yes. And and right before we went on the air, I, you guys were angry at me because I didn't say hey to you in the yes. media camp, but I didn't see you. What? Glenn was it really I, I wanted to meet you. I didn't even know you were going to be there, and here you are. There, and we are all set up. We have our <laughs> microphones and say, "Where's Radio Network <laughs> on it?" Miss us. We're there. We're like the middle of the But, room. but it was so <laughs> delicious. Damn. I mean, you, sound, you sound like, You felt like. You felt like teenage girls at the mall, and we
1: were all you. <laughs> Yeah, you totally dissed us. But
0: yeah, you dissed I, us. Dude, it was so, so. here's the deal. So I started. All right. So uh-huh. this is how my career works. So after I did the radio thing, and I'm, I'm I'm telling you this for a reason. So I, you know, I write for Dressage Today. I blog for them, and then I, I, one of the local newspapers here said, "Would you write a column for us?" And I was like, well, I guess, like what, a humor column? And they said, yeah. And, and uh, the publisher was a friend of mine. And he said, I'm not going to embarrass you by offering to pay you for it. I said, oh, no, you will pay me. I, uh, <laughs> I'm Pam's not going to embarrass you? You pay me bills. <laughs> <Pam's in laughs> I, I work for the so, – so that little column is now a syndicated humor column. Oh, so now I'm goodness. under all this freaking pressure to 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 write like a national like album so so one of the papers that that carries it is in Spartanburg South Carolina the Herald Journal so coming up to Weg the editor writes these is Pam and and you're gonna you're gonna love this part. He says, you know, since Tryon is so close to us, we have to cover WEG the whole time. And would you consider being our report? You know, I, I'm a college dropout. I don't know, you know, I don't know anything about anything. And he's like, would you cover this not as a, a you know your column, but as a journalist? Would you cover WEG for us? And then he said, but you know, if you're competing there, we don't want to bother you. And I'm like, oh <laughs> yes, I would <will> be competing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> on uh, my OTTB oh, yes. that I'm trying to like rehab back from a stifle injury. Yes, I shall be there. <laughs> so, so they send me there, and I say, um, you know, because I'm hearing the rumors about Wegg. It's because you know the rumors that went crazy around Wegg, right?
1: Oh yeah, and we, we covered oh, them. So,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, so you're so you're covering them. So I live really close to Tryon. I mean, I can like spit to the North Carolina border. And I'm hearing about the parking, you know, and I'm hearing like The thing about when you live in a little town like this, like 2,000 people, they're kind of like the inquirer. There'll be a grain of truth about something, and then it just gets cartooned out of proportion like crazy. And so, you know, all I was hearing coming up to WEG, because I was going to WEG, you know, I was definitely going to go. But I was hearing like, well, you know, these are just two-lane roads, and they're expecting half a million people. And even on 74, the you know, which is the highway coming in, that's nothing but a two-lane road, and they're just not ready for this, and the exit ramp's not going to be done. And did you see they don't have the hotels built, and they're going to be parking in the field, and they're going to have to haul people over to Wedg on a tractor? And then and did you see the groom's tent? They're putting the grooms in the tent. No, that's not what I heard. They're not putting the grooms in the tent. They're living in holes in the ground. I'm telling you, Alan Davis is living yeah. in a hole in the ground, and if it rains, they have to put a manhole cover over them. They're, you know, and so this is – <laughs> <laughs> so I say to the editor, and, I'm like, and they're going to buy all our food at the grocery store, all the bread, and milk. What are we going to do? It's and be gone, and so I yeah. say to the editor, uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And and I said to the editor, I said I will cover it. Uh, I said you're getting me in free, right? And he's like, oh, of course. I'm like, winning. And and then I say number two, I said I ain't parking in that damn field, okay? Because it's you know they're going to have to send a shuttle if they've got thirty thousand people standing in that sh- in that field. It's gonna. They're gonna have to have a shuttle like every two minutes if you do the math. And I said, I ain't doing the no field shuttle thing. And he said, No, no, you'll be media. You'll get to park on site. I'm like, winning. So, so my whole thing about going, my whole reason for going was, you know, I'm a disciple of Carl Hester. And I, I just everything about him, I'm just crazy about. And so uh, Mary Phelps is my new BFF, who was hauling me all over the media tent, which is why I didn't say hi to you, because, I, you know, there was a lot of people there and I didn't even see you. And I've noticed that you didn't try to flag me down, I must say. Well, you know, Mary, I talked to her a hundred times there. (laughs) Right. But But been, I didn't but, but I was going back and forth, and you didn't flag I, me down. And don't tell me that you didn't notice me because <laughs> I'm eight freaking feet tall. Yeah, you're like and seven feet riding, six. I also double – huh? You're like eight feet when tall. When I'm not riding, I also double as an inflatable thing that you see in the front of car lots, those inflatable you know, people that throw <laughs> up and – that's what I do for it, you know, if I need to buy another horse, I'm renting myself out of one of those. I gotta make a living. And so I'm eight feet tall. If you see a woman taller than me, it's a man. So don't even don't even <laughs> say to me for a second that you didn't see me. I was tall. there is a photo of me standing with um Isabel Vert after she won the gold medal at the press conference. And I come over, I'm like, Can I get a picture with you? And she's like and she's looking at me like I'm the Statue of Liberty. She's absolutely <laughs> terrified. She's just standing there like I, She's not going no. to say yeah. Yeah. no. Yeah. yeah, no, she was too sweet to say no. So um, I do, I do apologize for, for not seeing you guys there. Cause I would have absolutely hung with you the whole oh, time. Oh, we
2: would have loved it. So, well, so you, tell you, us you, this Carl Hester situation. This is, I hear so, this, but we gotta, I, we gotta go.
0: He's my reason for life. You know, he's my reason for life. And, and so Mary's like, well, you know, after the dressage, they're going to do a press conference, and so I'm watching, and then, you know, and I see, like, oh, awesome, Great Britain gets bronze, awesome, so he'll be in the press conference because he's a member, of the, you know, on that team, and so it's in the middle of the afternoon, and Mary's like, I know him, I could introduce you, and I'm like, we did so um, I look at the board, you know how they have the big board when you come in, which says what time the press conference is going to be? Yeah, yep. yes. You know, and they said 7 p.m. and so at this point it was like 5:30 and I thought, okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, I'm gonna fly home, feed my horses, pick stalls, and get back here just in time for the press conference. And I'm thinking the whole time like, because I'm a reporter, I mean, I'm a real journalist now, and I can like lob a question, you know, and it's gonna be like the best question. And so I go home and I come back and it's like crickets. It's crickets in the media. And it I'm, already like, happened. The woman. Yeah. Dad, yeah, so the uh, woman that guards the door, I'm like, where's the. And she says, oh, they already had it. They moved it up to six. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? I missed it. I'm like, I'm like Linus in the Great Pumpkin. I missed it. I really. So I was just devastated. I was so bummed. And I thought, you know, and Mary said, well, you know, he wasn't really here that long anyway. You could tell he kind of wanted to get out of here. And I was like, oh, man. Well, so the next day was a special. And so, oh, that was my cat. Go away. And um so <laughs> of course I blamed it on the cat. But um so, <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> Had a little tie for dinner. So um so the next day I'm watching the dressage, you know, the special, and you guys were watching the special, right? And it was fabulous. Oh, yeah. and, and then there was like the big break in the middle, and then you look at your, you know, you look at your schedule, and then there's, you know, coming up with all the big guns, just all the big guns. And so it's like, what was it like an hour and a half break or two hour break or something? And so I think, oh, I'll go walk around and look at like some of the vendors, some of the shopping there. And I have a friend of mine that works for horseware and I'll go say hi over there. And I'm just kind of mooching around. It was really hot. You remember that?
2: And I walked
0: past, I walked past the chronicle of the horse tent and there's this like little sandwich board outside. No fanfare, no nothing, no announcements, just this little sandwich board about two feet high. This is Today. From one to two, Carl Hester book signing. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, Here's i mean it's right here. And I pull up my phone, and it's 159. And I'm like, come no. and, and I go in there, and he's and he's signing. He's fighting this woman, and I'm like, is it too late? And he and, and the woman and the woman like steps in front of me. You know, and she's like, yeah. yes, he has to ride. And he said, I'm terribly sorry. I have to. You know, they get very angry if I take my tie off. And, uh, and so I watched him, and I'm just standing there like, wah, wah,
3: wah, and he
0: gets up and he walks. I'm like, I'm so close. I'm like two feet from him. I can't believe it. And everybody I know. Everybody I know saw that and went and had a picture taken with them. So so now I'm like really, really bummed. You know, I'm like the girl that doesn't get invited to the prom, and I'm just like, Aww. you know. Kicking <laughs> so rocks. You're like, oh. Yeah. I am. I'm kicking rocks with my hands stuffed in my pocket. I'm like, stupid wag. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hate so wag. I, I, <laughs> I run into Mary. And Mary says, look, I'm, I'm photographing down by the end gate. Why don't you just like come down to the end gate? Because it's really cool because you see everybody ride right in and right out after that. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. All right. And so I um, watched Carl's ride, which was great, and Charlotte's ride, and Isabel ride, and everybody. It was great. And then they had the international journalists set up right by the end gate. You remember that? Yes. So people would finish their yeah. ride and they would they would yeah. run over on foot mm-hmm. and be interviewed. Be and I didn't know to that. Talk. So yeah, yeah they had to, to, be, to be forced a to talk and like about their ride. And then and so I'm like facing the other way and Mary's like bam bam. Bam. And I'm like, what? And she's like motion, like, he's right behind me. He's like right behind you. <laughs> and I turn, I look over my shoulder like like a total fan girl, like, oh my god. And Mary takes her uh, camera and takes a photo of me like with, with both of my hands up against my face, like, ah and then him right behind me. So I got my like sort of selfie. Awesome. I got my sort of yeah. selfie. Yes. Did you
2: ever talk to him?
0: So, no, no, I didn't. But here's the really cool thing. So all of this, so I'm driving home and especially like after I missed the press conference when I was really, really dejected and I was driving back home that night. I was so bummed. And this car cuts me off on 74, like cuts right in front of me, which is ridiculous because 74 is empty anyway. that interstate. Yeah, and the car that cuts me off. It never has anybody on it. Even during WEG there was nobody on it. But the car that <laughs> there was nobody, there was nobody. <laughs> the car that cut me off had one of those. You've seen those um car decals that if you're a marathon runner, it says like twenty six point two, or you've you run a ten k or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey. So you've seen those. So that car like cut me off, and it's a runner, and he's got that car magnet. And I look at that and I think, you know what? Why don't they make those for dressage riders? Why don't they make those for eventers,
1: You know, this is your inspiration. I like it. Uh, yeah. I like it.
0: It was my inspiration. I know. I mean, do you your love light that bulb because moment. my light bulb went on when that car cut in front of me and I'm thinking because, you know, you can slap that 26.2 on your car and it doesn't mean that you had a personal best. It means you just completed it. You know, you yes. could have you could have walked the last 10 miles, you know, for that. <laughs> Which um, I would have been doing. I thought Heck yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, for a lot of people like moving up a level is their, you know, their personal triumph. And so and so. I came up with this idea and I have this company now because I need to buy another horse. It's always about buying another horse and it's called Level Up equestrian magnets and it they look exactly like those magnets. They're really durable ah. and they're waterproof and they're oval with the double black border. And if you're a dressage writer and I'll send them to you guys, I'll send them yes. to you guys for your like it's every recognized level. So it goes from I don't have intro, but I have training through Grand Prix. And if you don't want to put like oh I one, I two or pre Saint George, you could put like you could have just like F E I. But we have like first, second, third, fourth This is like a huge deal for a lot of people, you know. I think I I think like making the jump to FEI or for or or even look at how hard it is for people to make the jump from like training to second level. That's a that's every bit as hard as doing a marathon. It's 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 really hard. And and the same thing for eventing. So I've got it from beginner novice to four star. You know, for that. So you know, there you can go to levelupequestrianmagnets.com. They're cheapest chips. I mean, you know, they're six dollars. I'm looking right
2: ones. now. I'm currently. Are looking. you looking it's at them? So cool. My WordPress is yes. how cool is it? Don't they look good it's in, in so barrel racing? And cool. who
0: knew? Who knew there was levels from one D to six D in barrel racing? I, I, I no did idea. not know
3: that.
1: That I was not aware of. But uh, I,
0: now you, this is why Auntie Pam is on the show to teach you that it's all about oh, money. I you win it. if you win a lot of money, you're one D. So you guys need, uh, you know, tell me which magnets you want me to send to you, and I'll send them to you. You can slap yes. on the back of your truck or your car, or and then everybody,
1: yes. kn- everybody um, will know when I cut people off that they were cut off know. by somebody who rides FBI. <laughs> <That's just>
0: Heck <laughs> yeah, I, I love know. it. Now, a woman that I ride with, I, I'll ride over at Hoke Thorns on, you know, this way like, you need any help over there for, you know, just just helping out there. Um, and um, she's good friends with Kathleen Rain, and I know she sent her Grand Prix once. She said, I'm sending her over there for Christmas. um oh, for I Christmas. It. And it's really, I mean, don't you think it's like a great, great barn gift for Christmas for like Fantastic. students?
3: I mean as a
0: trainer, so when you have like a lot yeah. of students and you can't spend a lot of money, but it yes. means something. It it means something. It's like, you know, good for you. You made fourth level this year. Woo! Here's
2: your magnet you know,
1: Badge well, of no, honor I right, right on your car.
2: I love yeah, it. Well, I, it need, yes. I have two horses getting ready for the Grand Prix, and we need to awesome. we need to put them on the fridge, and then when they do their Grand Prix, it'll go on the car. I love there it. There you go, and you know what somebody said to me. Well, I haven't shown, but
0: I'm this. And I said, well, you know, the Spanish writing School doesn't show either. You know, uh, you yeah, know, you, there's true. there's a lot of there's a lot of people that that uh, look how look how especially for you, Philip, uh, when Neil Ishoy was alive. Look how you know when people say, well, he's never shown Grand Prix, and then the first time he goes in, he kicks ass with, with like a seventy percent. But you're gonna yeah. tell me that Neil Ishoy, it's like yeah, it doesn't deserve like, yeah, the I think Grand Prix gets, sticker.
2: He, yeah. yeah, yes, I think he gets <laughs> one. I <think> <laughs> Oh, it's okay. so cool, and the website is great, so. and it's easy to find. And then you can look; you can get the FBI first level through fourth level. Oh, I love it! It's so thank you, cool. and I. Very just, cool. And it's,
0: you know why don't we have bragging rights too? Why sure, don't we have bragging rights? Because it's super you know?
2: hard. Oh, it is I love it so
0: freaking hard. So yeah, so that's uh, that's what I've done. I've been doing since I talked to you.
2: I also we're wrote making it a novel. thing in Wellington this year. I can't wait. What's that? Uh, we're oh, making yeah, it a magnet. thing in
0: Wellington. Yes, it's
2: awesome. becoming a thing. You know, we're doing it. And I'll even,
0: we need to do that. And and I think even for like, I I look at that for like award banquets too.
2: Oh, fantastic. You know, yes.
0: to, to give away for like, cause, because not everybody, you know, if they're at whatever region, region one, two, three, if if not everybody uh, finishes in top five or top 10 or something, but everybody should at least, at least get like a magnet or something to say, yeah, but I get
2: this. That's so. fantastic. So, yeah. What a great mm-hmm. idea. Well, Pam, thank we you. can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Actually, this is a perfect, you know, a New Year's well, tipping resolution. tipping would be
0: appropriate. Tipping. Yes, exactly. Tipping would be nice.
2: <laughs> yeah. Glenn, where are you? percent of your
0: monthly income. To. You remember what they said about that other one where they don't want to insult you by paying you? Well, we're kind of the same way over here. So.
2: <laughs> I know. Don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't one. want to insult oh, you, no.
0: Pam. Uh,
2: well. I was just thinking too, Pam, just as a trainer, you know, I, I always think at the beginning of the year, I sit down or, or have a quick discussion with all my students about what their goal is for the year. And this would be awesome. such a good thing to say, like, what is your goal? And if it's your goal is to make third level by the end of the year, you can put this, you know, grab a magnet and stick it on your fridge and look at it every morning when you're, you know, as you're driving out to the I barn. And then Yeah. New Year's, yeah, resolution. and
0: even maybe on and sometimes tack trunks have a magnetic surface on part, mm-hmm. you know, stick it there or just in the tack room for inspiration, like, you know, dad gum by the end of this year. I'm gonna have that on the back of my truck.
2: That's right, I park. love it. Well, Pimp, yes, give, give the website one more time. How do people find the magnets?
0: Sure, it is levelup equestrian com. And um, keep reading my blog on dressage today, it's called Remember to Smile and um, all that good stuff. So, um, I really appreciate it. It's always so much fun. And I swear, the next WEG, the next
2: WEG, the I next will find week. you
0: and hunt you down. Yeah, well, next <laughs> I know. I well, know. That's sad, isn't it? None of us Pam
2: are holding our breath for that one. Yes. <laughs> but we would love that. Well, Pam, thank you so much for coming on the show. As always, it's a blast. And let's keep in touch and we'll, we'll get some magnets for, for us this year. I'm excited. Sounds awesome. Thank you. And, and
0: yeah, I'll email you and I'll send you guys something you can drive with pride. We will, we will for sure.
2: All around Willy World. Okay, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much. Thanks, Pam. Okay, Uh bye. Well, tonight, as always, our monthly contributor, Karen Isperk, is here. She is president of Kentucky Performance Products and currently a very hardworking dressage writer. Karen, welcome to the show.
3: Oh, thanks for having me, Reese. It's always good to be here.
2: Well, we're not gonna lie. We're actually in our little cottage at our farm in Florida, <laughs> and Karen has been here all week. So, how has your first week in Wellington been? Well, now, see, now I don't want to go
3: home because <laughs> this is really fun. <laughs> so I get up and I and I and I ride with Reese in the morning, and and she she puts me to work and makes me work really hard, and then I can come back into the cottage, and I have a little like outcove where there's a window that faces the dressage ring, and then I just do my work. And watch Reese ride horses for the rest of the day, so yeah, it's hard, but somebody has to do
2: it, <laughs> yeah, and then I saw we I was giving Jessica our wonderful working student um a lesson, and Karen came out and sat on the patio, so uh, it was it's been quite quite a great week, and we had lessons this morning. I rode Master Leo in a lesson with Scott Hassler, so it's it's been a fun week, so we're really happy to have you, yeah, it like I said, I don't really want to go home <laughs> but <laughs> so, Karen, we're going to get right to our monthly discussion, and we have a great topic because I think uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about feeding and where you find the proper information on the internet, because a lot of times somebody will say, oh, my horse is doing great on this supplement, or, you know, we need to try some more amino acids and that kind of thing, so can you talk to us a little bit about where are some good resources to find the proper information about feeding? And nutrition.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the internet, I mean, while Dr. Google is absolutely wonderful, and, and, and I use Google all the time, I mean, I love it. I'm looking up things every day, I look things up on the internet. But I think when it comes to feeds and supplements, you need to be a little bit careful about where you get your information. I tend to stay away from the chat rooms because you get a lot of people on there that are kind of self-professed experts. There are some people in the chat rooms that know what they're talking about, but there's also people in the chat rooms that that have just they they just either are a little bit confused or have their information wrong. So I tend to stay away from those a lot. I'm sure a lot of your radio users use Smart Pack and Dover and places like that. Um, Smart Pack has some really fantastic educational information on their website. They talk about ingredients. They talk about um, just the different types of supplements and how to use them. Of course, our website, Kentucky Performance Products, we have just tons and tons of information and articles. You can go on our, our our website, kppusa.com. There's a search box. You put in a word that you're looking for information on and just articles will come up. Also, most of your good commercial feed companies will have a nutritionist on staff. So if you have a question, you know, say your friend says, oh, this feed, I love it for my horse. That doesn't necessarily mean that feed's going to be great for your horse because they could be, the horses could have different needs. So you could, you could call up that particular company's nutritionist. Don't just go to the feed store, but go to the company itself. You can contact the nutritionist through email and they're usually pretty good about getting back to you. You can call the company and ask them to have the nutritionist contact you. And those nutritionists are scientists. Most of them are PhD or master's educated scientists, and they will give you the answers that you need. Is this um, feed good for my horse or not? If this one won't work, which one will? You know, and so those are just some really good resources to go to where you know you're going to get good information.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to really try and figure out if you're changing your horse's feed is is why, right? You have to ask yourself why first. What are you hoping to achieve?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you really if you you really don't want to f- change your horse's feed if he's doing well on it unless he's having a problem. And and that's kind of where supplements come in. So if your horse is having a if you're you like your feeding program but your horse is having a very specific problem like he's losing a little weight because you're working him more and you know you're kind of at that recommended level. You know, then maybe it's time to give your horse a fat supplement. Or if, you know, it's been a really muddy year and his feet are starting to fall apart, well this might be the year that you need a hoof supplement. So really sit down and think to yourself, what is my horse's problem? And then pick a supplement that will target that. And if your horse is changing jobs, like if you have a horse that's been a competition horse and you're retiring him, then it might be time to get in touch with one of the those nutritionists from one of the top feed companies, the good commercial feed companies, and ask them what would be the best nutritional path for this horse now that he's changing jobs.
2: Well, Karen, I, th- I think that's such a great thought because I'm so lucky you're in the barn and, and we have conversations all the time about, you know, this horse is changing or, you know, we've come to Florida, so things have changed a lot and not not tremendously, but you know we've had some changes, and obviously things are a little bit different. How often should someone talk to, or or should you maybe get some advice from from a professional? What would you say?
3: Well, I think a good time to do that is is obviously anytime your horse is having is facing a challenge. So if if you're seeing that there that there's an issue that they have, like just the, the same way you would if you notice a health issue with your horse, you'd go to your veterinarian. So if you notice an issue with your horses, not gaining as much weight, he's losing weight, he's gaining too much weight, not carrying as much muscle over the top line, that would be a good time to go to a professional and ask them, you know, um, what can I do to, to help fix this? Anytime, like I said previously, a horse changes his job. If he was a, you know, was a trail horse and you've all of a sudden decided now you have the time. You want to, you want to, you know, turn him into a hunter jumper or, you know, you want to go into reining or something like that. Or, or, you know, just like I did, you know, you have a horse that was an event horse and now you want to make him a dressage horse. You know, what kind of things do you need to change in that horse's diet so that he is getting the, the proper nutrients and the amount of energy that he needs to do his new job? Um, again, age as horses age, they continuously change as they age. So, you know, once a year even, it would, wouldn't be a bad idea to touch base, have a relationship with a nutritionist from the feed company that you use and say, hey, you know, this is what's going on this year. This is my feeding program. Should I, should I tweak anything or change anything? And most of them would be more than happy to talk to you. Same thing okay. with the supplement companies. You can call KPP anytime and we'll, we'll help you review your diet and your supplements and tell us what you're doing with your horse and we'll be happy to, to tweak things for you.
1: Karen, I had a question just about, you know, sort of internet advertising or kind of advertising in general. And, you know, you see this where there's a new supplement company and they've got this supplement that's the end-all, be-all, cures everything. You know, how do I evaluate whether that's good information coming out, whether, you know, it's an article that's advertised on the internet? Like, how do I figure out whether, you know, it's it's good information or not?
3: Yeah, well, the key thing to remember about supplements, their supplements are the, the word supplement is exactly what it means. It supplements the diet, so it helps to fix an issue that you're having in the diet. If there's something missing in the diet, or if your horse needs a little more of something else to to fix a problem. So if you if if you're looking at uh, say a new supplement company and uh, and they've got this bucket of supplement and it cures everything, they're telling you it does hoof, it does coat, it does joints, it does does digestive, it does, uh, typically that's a little bit too good to be true. It's really hard to get ethical um, amounts of, effective amounts of ingredients all in one scoop and make it cost effective. So if it's an inexpensive supplement and they're telling you it does everything, um, those ingredients are probably in there. But whether they're in there at amounts that are really going to make a big difference to your horse or not is questionable. So at that point then I think I would get the label and I would start looking at the amounts are in there and then I would get on the you know, get on the internet and start looking at, you know, what are the recommended amounts of these particular nutrients in a horse that will make a difference when they're when they're eating it. It's like vitamin E. You'll find it in a lot of products, but it may be synthetic vitamin E versus natural vitamin E horses don't absorb synthetic very well. And it may be that that particular supplement is, is giving your horse a hundred IUs a day of natural vitamin E, which isn't going to hurt your horse and is beneficial to your horse. But if your horse is truly needs, um, you know, if needing enough grass and, and truly needs an, an effective dose of vitamin E, then it needs to be a thousand IUs. So, you know, there just may not be giving enough for it to make a huge difference. So if it's, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That's kind of how I, how I fly.
2: Yeah, that makes total sense. Well, Karen, as always, thank you so much for your time tonight. And uh, we're going to go get dinner here in a little while, everybody, but thank you so much for your time. And how do our listeners find you online?
3: You can go to kppusa.com. You can go to our Facebook page, Kentucky Performance Products. You can leave us messages in all of those places. And you can also give us a call at 859-873-2974. Our office hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time. Give us a call and we'll be happy to answer your questions, help you out uh, with anything that you, you have questions on or you're confused about, and just let us know.
2: Fantastic. Thanks so much, Karen. All right. Thank you, Reese. Bye, Phil.
0: This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at TotalSaddleFit.com.
2: Well, Phil, you and I, as everyone knows, are super fans of Total Saddle Fit girths, and it is a great holiday item to get for your family member. (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, if you're one of those people like me who is a last minute <laughs> gift getter, I guess. I, I give the I give the gifts on time. I just I try I tend not to get them until <laughs> now's
2: last time, Phil.
1: now is the time. This you. is the reminder now, because on. if you're get ordering it online, if you're not lucky enough like me to have a store nearby that carries them, then you've got to order it online and you've gotta get it before Christmas. So you might have to expedite that that delivery. Um, because th- this is the last minute time, so I would just it's time. just reminding people like me who <laughs> are way behind on all of their gift buying things and it's true. yeah, it's <laughs> Getting really stressed out.
2: Total yeah. saddle fit shoulder relief girths are fantastic. They're all kinds of price points. You guys know that. Even if you have one of the liners for the stretch tech girths, um, this is a great time to get a new liner. If you wanted to get They have the nice wool liner. They have uh, a leather liner.
1: Yeah, the neoprene Neoprene. leather. It's a good time to
2: re-up that for Christmas. It's even a good stocking stuffer. So as always, Totalsaddlefit.com. Justin will take great care of you. And we have a great Total Saddlefit tip of the week, don't we, Phil? (laughs) Tell us what it
1: (laughs) is, Reese. Tell us what it is. Reese so came Jesse, up with this one. Yeah, it,
2: well, actually, um, Jessica Spracklin, who is my wonderful assistant trainer for the winter, I just ran out to the to the room and uh, I said, "Who give me a tip?" And she said, "I have a good tip for you." And um, and basically, her her tip or something she wanted us to discuss was basically what happens with your horses on the ground will translate to riding, and I thought that was a really good thought. Because we were just having this discussion. We have three horses, drives me crazy, that when they come in from the paddock, they're like being drugged. I hate that.
1: <laughs> well, they don't like want to come in from the paddock. They were having so much fun with their friends I and, you know, chewing on the grass and, you know.
2: I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> same point, right? Her point, And, you know, we were talking about it. I'm like, make that horse walk up with you. Like, don't let it drag. But that horse is equally as behind the leg when you ride them as when you bring them in from the paddock. Bye. Or we have a couple youngsters here that are just a little bit pushy, and they're pushy in the cross-size, and they're pushy, you know, and we're really working on ground manners. And that also really translates to being under saddle. So I think that's just a good reminder. What do you think, Phil?
1: Yeah, I know that there are, you know, a great many... um you know, uh, in hand trainers, you know, or on the ground trainers. Um, and sometimes as sport riders, we sort of will neglect some of these issues because, you know, because we're behind in our day or, you know, whatever it is like we, you know, you might just have a tendency to ignore some of these behaviors and just want to get on and ride. And I think that's, can be dangerous because you you know, when you're dealing with a horse on the ground, you're setting the tone of, you know, have the horse respect your space, have the horse respect what you're trying to communicate to them on the ground. Otherwise, you're just starting a ride in a little bit of a bad way. So, you know, I I, I am uh, very much pay attention to the these sort of things uh, with my horses and when I'm dealing with them on the ground. Whether it's, you know, they wait for me when I turn them out. You know, there's all these little uh-huh. things and it just ends up being all these little things build up and just you know um carry on from from groundwork to to riding so i think you know we were all you know really excited to get on and, and work on our two time tempies or you know whatever but um you know pay attention to how the horse respects you on the ground as well and and that you're you know working on the little things cuz they count in the end
2: That's right. That's right. I totally agree. And so i thought that was a great tip from Jessica Sacklin on just just pay attention to it especially over break or if it's getting getting cold and you're not you know doing some groundwork. I think it's really important and really important with all the horses. Well, Phil, as always, we love email and Facebook shout outs. Don't worry over Christmas, we will bank them for our shows next year. Uh, We love them. So keep them coming. And you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com.
1: I think the best way to find me is through Facebook, or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a show, and don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com.
2: Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we'll talk to you next week.